Sukkah Dafnun, the last thing we were discussing, was the drain pipes that they did Nisuch Hamayim and Yain for on the Mizbeach. We talked about the status of the congealed wine that was found between the ramp and the Mizbeach. In regards to Ma'ilad, then we were Doresh, the Pasuk of Ma'afuf, Amaych, Ma'alim, Bat Nadiv, and so on. We talked about how important Hesed and Tzedakah is. And with that, we are starting Memtet Amudbet, two lines from the bottom by the two dots, where it says, The way they did Nisuch HaMayim during the weekday, during Cholamoyed, they would also do it on Shabbat, except on Shabbat they would go fill up uh, the, from the Shiloh in a gold barrel from of Shabbat. And, and this way, and they made sure that this barrel, this golden barrel, was not Kadosh. So the Gemara starts and asks the question, Ve'amai, why can't it be a barrel that was Kadosh? Naitebem Kudeshet. Let's bring, let's use a barrel that was Kadosh. And you have to have Kavana when you're making something Kadosh. I won't have Kavana to make it Kadosh. And, that, and that's it. You save yourself a problem. Amar Zireh, Kasavar, no, the Tanavar Mishnah held, and Shi'ur Lamaim. There's no Shi'ur to how much water you have to put on the Mizbeh. You can put whatever you want. You, the, the shalosh lugim is just an you know, extra thing, but really there's no shiur. And the Tanav, our Mishnah held that if you use a keli sharet, it makes something kadosh, even if you didn't have kavanah to make it kadosh. And the real problem is, now, even if you didn't have kavanah, you brought it in a gold barrel that was kadosh, and it became kadosh. Now, when you leave it over Friday night, it's called leftover. It went over the night and becomes pasul belina. Lina is when things stay overnight, and it's a problem. And then you can't use it for nisu hamaim the next day. Hiskia Amar he explains as Mishnah as follows: Kelisharet en mekadeshin ela midat. A kelisharet could only make whatever's inside of it kadosh if you had that intention. So why can we use a keli that was mekudash? Because people might say that the person had the right kavana when putting it into that keli, and then when they see it being left overnight and it's being pasul belina, people are going to think that you're using the wrong water. And another answer is even if you want to say that the Tanavar Mishnah holds that yeshi or lamaim, there's a, a specific amount of water that you need to use. Elamidat and the clear sharit can only make something kadosh if you have the right intention. Still, you're not allowed to use that keli because people might uh, see you filling up this water and they'll say that the kohen gadol who's hashuv and maybe he needs a keli sharit to wash his hands and feet, and people will see that you use that water the next day. And they'll say that uh, maybe water that's been left overnight is kasher for nisuch amayim, and that's why you can't use it. Now we learned on the Mishnah nishpecha on galta if the water spilled or if it was left uncovered all night, you're not allowed to use it because it's my megulim uncovered water, uncovered liquid. You're not allowed to drink from the next day. You're not allowed to use the next day. We're worried that a snake bit into it and put his poison into it. So the Gemara asks, Ve'amai, why the water pasul? Let the water go through a net, a sifter, and you can see if there's any poison will be left up there. 
And if we're still saying it's possible, at least we'll figure out that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Nehemia, who holds that if you put the water, you pour the water through a sifter or through a net, then it's not pasul anymore. Because we have a Brayta, if a vessel has a sifter, a net at the top of it, and you put water through it, Yesh bo mishum gilui, Tanakama holds, it is still considered uncovered because could be the poison of the snake was uh, inside of that water still. And Amar ibn Hamya, Ematai, when do we say we have to worry that it was uncovered? Bismansha tahtona megula, that's if the bottom barrel where the water is being spilled into is left open. Aval bismansha tahtona mechusa, if the bottom one is covered. Even if the the top one was open, it was revealed, it was uncovered. Megula mishum gilui. Then the open one what is is not considered uncovered. It's not considered my megulin. Because the the venom of a snake is like a sponge, meaning it just floats in its place. Rabbi Nehemiah holds it's not going to go through the net and reach the bottom of the second barrel. So then obviously our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Nehemiah. Rabbi Nehemiah would allow you to put it through the net. So you could even say Rabbi Nehemiah agrees with this Mishnah because maybe Rabbi Nehemiah was trying to be lenient lehediot, regular person. Uh, he holds it's not dangerous. When you're putting it in front of the Mizbeah, would Rabbi Nehemiah hold that? Does Rabbi Nehemiah not have the famous Pasuk? Does he not hold of it? That and you learn that you could only uh, serve in front of the Kadosh Baruch Hu things that are uh, things that are honored, things that are respectful. You can't give him things that are nasty. If the water has venom inside of it, you can't give it as a korban. So you could even say that even Rabbi Hamia would agree that you don't give him my megulin on if any suchamaim because even if you put it through a sifter or a net. It's still not mechubad. Hadran alach lulav arava, and we are now starting the fifth perek of Masechet Sukkah. Hehalil, the flute hamisha veshisha for five days on Sukkot and six days on Sukkot. What is that? What are we talking about? Zeo halil shel beta shoeva. That is the flute of beta shoeva. They used to make a big party when the, for the nisuchamayim. It doesn't push not the Shabbat, not the Yom Tov. So if the first day of Yom Tov happens to be Shabbat, then you have six more days during the week to party. And if it happens to be any other day of the week, that means one day Holmoid will fall out on Shabbat, so you have five days left. And Tosafot right away asks, why can't we use that flute on Shabbat? Let's party on Shabbat. It's only a sort to use musical instruments on Shabbat, Midrabanan. And there's no midrabanan in the Beta Mikdash. We know the famous line and Shavuot by Mikdash. So Tosfot explains that Simhat Betashoeva is not a hayuv, it's not a mitzvah. It's a nice thing that they used to do, but it's not a hayuv. And therefore, we we can't come and be the Shabbat for something like that. Even though it's the Beta Mikdash, we're not going to push away Shabbat for it. And the Gemara starts on the top of Nun Amun Bet, Itmar. Rav Yehuda and Rav Aina 
بهر محلوكت حادة تاني شوئوا بحادة تاني حاشوبا وان سيد شوئوا دال وان سيد حاشوبا امبورنت اما موزوترا ماند تاني شوئوا دال مشتبش وفر سيد شوئوا از نا مستيكن وماند تاني حاشوبا دال مشتبش نوفر روت حاشوبا didn't make a mistake either. Mandetane shoeva lo mishtabesh. The one who said shoeva is not mistaken. Ikhtib ushaftem maim besason. When you bring out the water, it should be with happiness. Umandetane hashuva lo mishtabesh. Whoever said hashuva is not mistaken. The Amar of Nachman mitzvah hashuva. It's an important mitzvah. Uba'a misheshet yemei bereshit. It's already from the sheshet yemei bereshit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up those two pipes. In the Mizbeh area that goes to the depths as a preparation for this beautiful mitzvah of Simchat Shoeva. Now, by the way, Tosfot says Shoeva. We also had a Yerushalmi that says that Shoeva, because over there they would be Shoev, they would get their Ruach HaKodesh from the Shekhinah that was on top of everyone. Very interesting Tosfot to look into. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that the flute does not push Shabbat or Yom Tov and there is a machloket about it. Tanu Rabbanan, Halil Dochet HaShabbat, the very Biyosi Bar Yehuda. Biyosi Bar Yehuda holds that the, the flute, the partying, pushes away the Shabbat, and we can continue doing it on Shabbat. B'chachamim umrim, af Yom Tov eno Dochet. It doesn't even push Yom Tov. That means Shabbat Yom Tov, no party. And Amar Yosef, machloket beshir shel korban. The machloket they had was with the song that they used to sing with the korban, there's about 12 days a year where they would play musical instruments while the korbanot were given. Plus, whenever they gave the korban tamid in the morning, afternoon, whenever there was wine, they played instruments. And in that flute, there was a machloket that Rabbi Yossi Bayudas held, it pushes off Shabbat. And the reasons for the machloket is as follows. The Rabbi Yossi Savar, Rabbi Yossi held, that the way the, the correct way to sing is with musical instruments, ve'avodai, and the musical instruments is considered avodah, and therefore ve'dochet ha-shabbat, it pushes ha-shabbat, because that's the way to do the korbanot. Ve'rabanan savre, no, ikar shirah ba'peh, the real way to sing is with your mouth, with the real singing, ve'lav avodai, and therefore musical instruments are not considered an avodah, and therefore ve'nadochet ha-shabbat, doesn't push the shabbat. However, Aval shir shal shoeva, the the partying that would go on to court holamoy that night, divrei kol simcha. It's just an extra simcha ve'nadochat ha'shabbat and does not push the shabbat. And Rav Yosef brings a proof to what he's saying. Amar Yosef mena amin Allah. How do I know the behaplegah? This is the machloket. The Tanya kele sharet yasas an shelaetz kele sharet holy kelim that you made of wood. Rabbi posel Rabbi Yosi bar Yehuda machshir. Rabbi says no good. Rabbi Yosi bar Yehuda says. They are kasher. Now, my love, the Hakam Flega, isn't there machloket as follows? Madem machshir, the one who says, Rabbi Yossi, who says that it's kasher, sabari hod, ikar shira bechli, the real way to sing is with a keli, and therefore the flute that is there just as an extra, and therefore, yalfinan ma'abubade Moshe, we learn from Moshe's flute that was made of wood. And therefore, you see that if, uh, if an instrument, musical instrument was made of wood, it's kasher. Uman de pasil, and Rabbi who said it was pasul, he holds savar ikashira bape. The real way of singing is with your mouth. Veloyal finan me'abuba de Moshe, and we cannot learn from Moshe's flute, because Moshe's flute was not a klisharet, they didn't do any avodah with it, you can't learn from it. And the Gemara says, Lot, that's not their machloket. Because you could also say, You could say that everyone goes one way. 
which is that everyone holds that the way to sing is with instru- musical instruments. And the, the Abub, the Moshe's flute, was also a klishare, even though it was made of wood. And even though another klishare is made of wood, is basul. Here the mahlokit is, can we judge something that is possible from something that is not possible? Meaning, when the Torah allows something to be done this way or that way, it cautions in one way, can I learn the same rules to something where the Torah says you could only do it one way? You could learn something that could be done two ways to, to, and compare it to something that could only be done one way. And therefore, even though you could only make them out of metal, you could still learn from Moshe's flute, which was made of wood. And even though, in general, you're not allowed to make a flute out of metal because it changes the voice. Uman de Pasil Savar and Rabbi who says Pasul Lodanin of Shamishar, he holds their two different separate things, and therefore the the flute that cannot be made of metal can only be made of wood, and other kelim that are made of metal are two separate things, and therefore if you made the thing of metal which is more hashu, if you made it out of wood, it would be Pasul. That's one option. So that's that option is if everyone holds that Ikar Shirab is Bekeli. Now, option number two is You could say everyone holds the real way to sing is with your mouth and the, the flute is just an extra and it's not a Keli Sharet. So you can't learn from Moshe's flute, which was a Keli Sharet. And everyone agrees that you cannot learn something that is possible in two different ways from something that's only possible one way. And you can't compare the flute to other kleshaaret for the following two reasons, because the mahlok is something totally else. Can we learn the rules of how to make a menorah in klal ufrat, general and specific, or ribuy o mi'ud, adding and subtracting? That's the mahlokit. Rabbi Darish Klaleofrate. Rabbi was Doresh general statements and specific statements. This is one of the thirteen midot that the Torah is nidrash in, meaning whenever the Torah says a general statement, then a specific statement. The specific statement is coming to explain the general statement, and the general statement only has in it whatever the specific statements about the sites. You can't learn anything new. And if they give me one more klal, klal to klal, another general statement, that general statement is coming to add more things that are like the specific statement. Now, there's another way to be Doresh, adding, subtracting, meaning the specific statement is not coming to explain the general statement. Rather, it's coming to subtract things that are not like it. And if the Torah gives me one more general statement, it's coming to add things that are not even like that specific statement. So that's the mahlukit. What do we do with that specific statement? Is that last statement coming to add things like the specific statement? That's klal klal. Or is it coming to add things that are not even like that uh, specific statement? That's ribui mi'ut ribui. And so again, the hacha bemelaf minorah bechlale ufrate. How do we doresh the minorah? Klal uprat or ribui mi'ut kamiflage? Rabbi Darish Kaleofrate, and therefore Rabbi Yossi Bariuda Darish Ribuyumiote. And the Gemara explains Rabbi Darish Kaleofrate, it says in the Pasuk Valsita Menorat, 
That's klal. That's the general statement. Zav tavor has to be made of gold. That's prat. That's specific. Mikshata menorah. You have to make it one big piece. That's hazav Now you're coming to give me a general statement. Things like the specific, and you have to. It tells me anything made of gold has to be done the same way. And therefore, klal prat klal etadan prat. Any uh, general specific general it has to be the last general is coming to add things like that specific statement in the middle. Maprat meforashal matechet the same way that middle thing is talking about gold which is metal. Avkol shel matechet everything that is made of metal. Or therefore we're going to learn that all klesharet have to be metal and wood is pasul. However, he's doresh. Adding, subtracting, adding, and therefore Vasita Menorat is riba. Zahav tahor is mi'at, dafka gold. And then it says mikshat asya menora hazar veriba. We're coming to add. What are we coming to add? Riba mi'at veriba. Riba hakol. Everything can be used for klesharet. Mairabe. So what are we specifically adding? Rabe kol mile. You're adding everything. I meaning even wood. And my mi'at, but something has to go away. Something is not the same. So we're saying mi'at shilheres. We're coming to take away earthenware. It's the least hashuv, and therefore, we're not, that for sure cannot be used for klishadit. So again, the question was about the flute. Does it push away Shabbat or not? Rabbi Yosef says it does. Hachanim says that push Yom Tov. Rabbi Yosef said their machloket is: Do we machshir? Klesharet made of wood or not? And we ended up pushing it away in two different ways. That that is not their machloket. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.